0: You're listening to Garden Master, Ken Lane, and the Top 10 Gardener Podcast. Welcome to the Top 10 Garden Show.
1: And we are back with my special guest. She comes, well, every week, not a guest. <laughs> just co- cohort. Co- just special. Co-host. My special wife. <laughs> <laughs> comes in each week. This year's garden questions is what are people talking about out in the gardens and there's something to glean off from that so Mm -hmm. we're starting to see people show up so we had it was cold and rainy last weekend at the garden class and there were like 20 people there waiting to go it's just like okay gardeners Mm -hmm. that's gardeners are funny that way they Mm -hmm. go after it no matter what so welcome to the studio. Thank you good to be here. How
0: good? Super-duper good.
1: Yeah. How's that? What kind of questions we got?
0: Sure. So Al wants to know, he hasn't watered his landscape since late December. With all the moisture that we've had lately, can he just skip watering in January or should he water?
1: Al, shame on you. You haven't
0: watered <laughs> since December? Come on. The amount
1: of rain we've had, I think I measured 0.08 inches one day and another 0.25 mm-hmm another day and really you should water your plants two inches per week per per month sorry so give it a deep soak one inch of water will penetrate about six inches of soil that's where most of the roots are maybe a little deeper if you could so you want that water pushed down pretty far so it seems like we've had some moisture but we haven't had any really I mean the ground is bone dry so the ground, the water, the, the dry washes are not running. So the, the ground is absorbing all of it and holding it. So if anything, that moisture we've had, the couple times we've seen moisture, all it did was was keep you from having it, it provided one more day of watering before <laughs> you had to water it again. It really didn't hydrate your plants at all. Right. So they're desperate. They need moisture. i right, get out there with a hose. I mean, just get a bucket, something, especially your new plants. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about big 20, 30-foot Colorado spruce with roots all over the ground, all over the gardens. I'm talking about that new Vanderwolf pine, that new lilac, that new hedgerow, that new privacy screen. If you want those things to really grow for you next you know, spring, sorry, March, you're gonna you should hydrate those. Don't let the tips dry out. Don't let the roots dry out. Keep them hydrated. So what we tell folks is water two times per month through winter a deep, a nice day and just water them midday. And it's a deep soak. It's as though you're watering your plants in the heat of June and it's 95 degrees out. It's just blistering hot. Water it like that. But then you're not doing it for another two weeks. Okay. If we get moisture and I mean, intense, crazy, I haven't been outside for three days kind of moisture, not, oh, there's a cloud in the sky. I, I, I feel like I'm wet now, not, not Arizona dry. I'm talking like real moisture, like raining dry. Then you can cut one of those out at least once a month, one time at least, no matter what. Really, it should be twice. You should water twice. So, so, Al, get out there. Water your plants.
0: Definitely right now because a lot of your plants are they're getting ready to set for their new yeah. growth. Uh, lilacs are setting buds, forsythia. Yeah. Um, All those things, that, especially spring bloomers, um, if they don't get that moisture, you're not going to get the big blooms like you want.
1: If a a lilac dries out and it goes through a real cold cycle, it will sacrifice the flowers of spring to keep the heart or the mother plant or the core of that plant alive. Mm -hmm. Same with your fruit trees, same with your spring blooming trees, same with your... So you really want to protect them. And as they're budding up, if you take a close look, walk your yard and, and look at your plants... They are preparing for spring. They are actively swelling those growths. So, so while they're doing that, they're taking more moisture. So, they right. you'll need to protect them a little more. Once they start to bloom, now it really becomes critical because plants, once they bloom, they're more they, they're using more moisture because they're hydrate. They're 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 evaporating or sweating out moisture out of those flowers or out of those fruits. And so, protect them. So yeah. anyway. I yes. don't mean to scare you, just gal. Just in two months. <laughs> it's too
0: long. You need to water. Yeah, I know, speaking of things starting to set buzz, I noticed our neighbor's uh, winter jasmine across yeah. the street
1: Isn't that pretty?
0: is starting to bloom. Yeah. A real pretty bloom. Very nice. Alright, Danny has a, is said his neighbor recommended applying something to his Vanderwolf and blue spruces yeah. to help with the color. He wants yeah. to know what that is and when it should sure. be applied.
1: So, Danny, great question. I'm glad that neighbors are helping. That's gardeners; they like to help each other. So you, you start talking.
0: Wow, how do you
1: how do your plants how do your Colorado spruce look so good? Mine don't look that good, and we just start sharing. Mm-hmm. So there's two things: one, fertilize them right now with all-purpose plant food. That's a seven four four natural organic fertilizer. It's granular; sprinkle it out there. It's got a lot of sulfur in it. It'll it'll lower the pH. Uh, It's made with cottonseed meal, lowers the pH, makes it more acidic. So your evergreens that you just mentioned, they like acidity. They want the ground to be acid loving. So that will do that. It'll also increase the bud size. If you look on the tips, you're seeing this little tiny button on the end. That's going to be the elongated growth. That's spruce, pine, fir, cedar, cypress, all your evergreens, your conifers. They're going to have that. But what your neighbor specifically is talking about is aluminum sulfate. Aluminum is is plants pick up aluminum out of the soil, and that's what creates that intense blue. So if you've got Arizona cypress that are crazy blue, they've got a lot of aluminum. Colorado spruce, a lot of blue. That's your, that's aluminum. Or your Vanderwolf pines. Vanderwolves have that blue on the top side, white on the bottom, it'll bring out that intensity. So it almost, I mean, if you give it enough, if you do those two things, all-purpose plant food and aluminum sulfate, They'll almost glow in the dark after they start to grow for spring. They'll come out and go, "Whoa, that's pretty cool!" If you don't do that, they start to get yellow. They get they they get pale. They get uh, just they look they look off color, and so they just won't be as thick and full. They won't have as many branches. the The growth won't be as long. They won't be as luscious. And all of us want luscious, more yes, luscious I mean. in our lives, and that's what's <laughs> going to do it. Aluminum sulfate. All-purpose plant food. That's a great question, actually. Now's the time. time. Right away. I would do it almost now if you really want to be intense. We did our our whole yards uh, a couple weeks ago. We'll do it again right before they get their growth, probably in March. Hit it again with the same thing, and the new growth will just be covered with this beautiful silvery blue color. Uh, I'll do it to uh, lilacs. They like that because you'll get a better fragrance, a brighter color with that. And so certain things, that I'd say uh, evergreens and early spring bloomers really appreciate that.
0: Good to know. All right. Tess is in her first house, new homeowner. Congratulations, Tess. Yeah. All right. (laughs) She really wants to put in a spring garden and she wants to know what do you put in? What type of plants can go into a spring garden? And when do you start planting?
1: Yeah, that's a good question, Tess. So that's actually good. That's not An innocent or newbie, that's anyone that's Mm -hmm. new to the area, you need to know your zone. So we're zone seven. We need plants to go down to 10 degrees. You need to know your frost dates. The frost dates, the first last frost of the year uh, of the spring is is May 8th, actually. That's the 100 years average. Um, Locals use Mother's Day. And I know it fluxes a little bit, but Mother's Day is what the locals use as a holiday. And then Halloween, It's actually October 29 is the exact 100-year average of first frost of the year. But locals use Halloween as the holiday. Easier to remember. Uh, So keep those things in mind. If you're going before Mother's Day, we have early spring plants. So we just got our first load of pansies are in. They love the cold. They love bright days and cold nights. Uh, If you're doing flowers like like that. So uh, vegetables would be broccoli, cauliflower. Those are things you can start really early. If you're doing trees, you can do fruit trees starting, I mean, next week, we get our first load of fruit trees coming in. So you can plant those in there. Lilacs will be on that same truck, so you can plant them. So there's early spring, spring, so which is really after Mother's Day. That's when you're putting all your tomatoes and your all your other summer blooming plants, they, you put those in then, then you get your summer plants. I just need heat, more heat. They <laughs> love the heat. Those, and then you get fall color. Right now, we're really dealing with evergreen stuff. So you're things that are that just hold their foliage. Actually, a lot of them bloom. So you're looking at uh, uh, uh gardenias. A lot of these evergreens will actually bloom. You mentioned, mentioned winter blooming jasmine, evergreen mm-hmm. that blooms in the in the winter. So Affle- those are all the things. That's come in and visit and test we'll, we'll walk take a take a camera phone take a picture bring it in don't get overwhelmed because it's easy to get way overwhelmed just take a picture of your front entrance your back patio your where I want that garden bed we'll look to see how much how much sun is there how much soil what else is growing we'll help get you some companion plants in that area we're out of time my goodness it goes fast can Lisa Lane the mountain gardeners be right back after this
0: Hi, Elisa with the Plants of the Week and our Austrian pine. We have
1: instantaneous trees just in and ready for planting.
0: This pine has the same long needles as our Ponderosa pine without all the problems. And these trees are really big and bold.
1: This is the fastest growing up of pines, and lots of sizes to choose from.
0: Waters Garden Center, 1815, Iron Springs Road in Prescott. For people who love big bold pines, they love to shop. You're listening to Ken Lane, a.k.a. the Top 10 Gardener. Ken can be found throughout the week in Prescott at Waters Family Garden Center. Listen daily as he answers the top 10 questions of the week, streaming on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts.